Welcome to another episode of Impolite Company, a show where we discuss all the things that you're not supposed to talk about in polite company. We talk about politics, religion, and all the other things that truly matter. And now, here's your host, Scott Wingerter. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Impolite Company. I'm your host, Scott Wingeter. Today on the show, we have Brandon Polk. Brandon is running for uh, Conroe City Council Position 3. This is the second shot that he's uh, taken at this position, um, and he is a local business owner. He owns Plus 40 Gym, uh, which is also located in Conroe. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me today, Scott. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. All right, so why don't we start by... You telling everyone about who Brandon Polk is. Oh yeah. So um, I uh, came to. Um, I grew up in New Caney, New Caney High School. I graduated in two thousand four. After that, I went to the University of Houston. But I lived in Kingwood for a while as well. While I was making the transition in college, and then after college, I saw that they needed a personal trainer job at this gym plus forty fitness, and I. That's what I went to school for: kinesiology and health. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" And you can work with some uh, older individuals rather than just uh, your regular twenty-year-olds that you see at normal gyms. So I went there, fell in love with the place, started personal training there for five, six years now, and then uh, the old owner left, and I graduated. I just bought the business from him. So uh, ten years now I've been there, uh, and uh, I feel like we're more of a family atmosphere gym than uh, just a regular lost in the shuffle gyms. Mm-hmm. So. Very cool. Very cool. So tell me about the the, the business. Uh, you, so you have a gym, but there's also a whole bunch of other things that are inside that, that uh, center. Is that correct? Right. So during the pandemic, we moved to uh, Transmed Health and uh, Wellness Center. And it's a, uh, we have chiropractor, uh, pharmacy, urgent care, doctor's office, and uh, chiropractic care as well. And all kind of other things that are in the uh, holistic health and fitness world. So uh, I'm the gym there. So uh, I'm thrilled to be there. So we kind of just all piggyback off each other, health and wellness, one-stop shop there in Conroe, Texas. And a brand-new building. So, I mean, it's beautiful and, I mean, state-of-the-art and uh, super cool. Y'all should come check us out. Awesome. All right, so let's get into politics here. Tell me about your political ideology. What what are your beliefs about uh, politics and how they should be conducted? Well, I would say uh, grow, growing up, I was always, uh, I would say, Christian conservative. I, I I really liked the George Bush stuff back in the George W. Bush stuff back mm-hmm. in the early two thousands and stuff like that. Uh, um, I'm a compassionate conservative, and I feel, but I'm also uh, let's say uh, I'm a little bit more open minded to some things just straight off the books. But I mean, low regulations, low taxes, stuff like that. Uh, I'm a business owner, so that's what I believe in, stuff like that. But uh, I'm a little bit more open to some things probably than others like i'm not just straight hardcore line on stuff i uh, i like to look at the issue or whatever but always seem to lean on the more conservative side of things and it's so important that i think our local candidates especially uh get focus and get this sort of attention that we're doing here and really drill down into what your lo- what your local politicians believe because we have this uh We have uh, this sort of. I'm gonna. I'm gonna reset there. Do you need to adjust the audio? Am I too loud in your ear, Brandon? Can we turn him down? 
Okay. Okay. We're good. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm just going to pick it right back up where we were, where I was going there. <clears throat> so I, I think it's super important for us to understand what a local politician's political beliefs are because we, we, we get this wrong. There's so much focus this day and age on national politics and then down to the state level. But it, that's inverted. It really ought to be, we should be hyper-focused on our local politicians because the stuff, if you get elected to the city council and I happen to live in Conroe, the things that that body is going to pass are going to directly affect me more than anything that like, you know, somebody like Ted Cruz or Kevin Brady uh, or, are going to do in Washington, D.C., or at least it should. Um, and so getting to know our local politicians, I think, is really important. Um, <clears throat> that being said, how how connected are you with our with uh, the community in Conroe and how have you been active in politics over the over the years? Also, since I ran in 2020, I have uh, been really um, after that, I've been so uh, I'm involved with the community a lot. We do a lot of uh, stuff for the uh, Montgomery County uh, food bank. I do that. We do toy drives at Christmas time for the kids and also uh, different uh, various, uh, what was I sponsoring yesterday? Project Zeros for veterans uh, support. We did a big thing at the Honors Cafe for them. I was a major sponsor for that. Just other uh, industries and uh, uh, charities like that. I'm definitely involved. Uh, if you can't, if you open up Facebook, you should meet talking about something or promoting something in the city of Conroe. Like, I'm in there, and I feel like the other four candidates in the race actually are, uh, they want to be, they say they're going to be transparent with the city of Conroe, and like, I don't think they're going to be transparent at all. They don't, uh, they just created their Facebook page for this campaign, and uh, I don't think they're going to be transparent with you at all. So, like, I would think you would want someone that's actually been involved and knows what the city wants, what what's going on, what are the issues, and uh, I'd love to get in there. I I've been here since 2020, and I'm going to continue to win, lose, or draw. I'll be involved in the community one way or the other. Why do you feel called to run for city council? So being the um, second, or this is my second time, so being the youngest candidate still, uh, just to show that anyone can do it and try to inspire the youth of the city of Conroe. Like they all see just the same old group in there all the time. And they, I would think like you see a younger guy in there, doesn't look like everyone else. I think that'd be super cool. Something to inspire someone to do. Hey man, we could be involved and we can have a voice and shape the next generation for Conroe. And that's what I'm trying to do. Awesome. Awesome. What sort of ideas do you have that you uh, plan on bringing to the table? You know, being a small business owner, I'd love to get in there and uh, less regulations, we, which we all know is less government, the better, right? So less regulations, less permit for other small businesses. So a uh, small business task force, I'd love to champion that, get some uh, like a think tank for small businesses in there and like see what we could do to hash out to make it easier for people to be their own boss. And then I'd also like to do... Um, some more after school programs for kids, like to keep them out of trouble. Like, I don't know if those directly working with Conroe ISD and stuff like that, or the city can come together so we can keep them off the streets or let them have like uh, job training programs as well, or uh, keep those parks looking nice too. So that's a place where they can go, keep them out of trouble and stuff like that. That's these are some of the things in beautification of Conroe. Tell me, Conroe is one of the fastest growing cities in America. What sort of ideas do you have working with, like, the commissioner's court uh, and the rest of the county 
to make sure that as Conroe continues to grow, there's uh, enough focus on the things, in particular infrastructure. Uh, I noticed even here in Magnolia, where I live, you know, this area too is blowing up and the population is increasing so much and the traffic is starting to become such a nightmare. How are you going to work? Do you have a relationship with people like Charlie Riley, uh, you know, James Metz, right. uh, I, uh, Mark yeah, Keough? I, yeah, I feel I do have a, um, a good relationship with those guys and it's only going to get better if I get on there so I can uh, address these issues. But uh, I feel like we need, I got this question asked the other day at the April Sound Forum about... Do you think that we need to work more together, like our, uh, like Montgomery and uh, all these other uh, counties that are close and so? And yeah, definitely. Why wouldn't we work together on projects that are affecting everyone? Like one city of Conroe shouldn't just take on the whole thing, or Montgomery shouldn't take on Magnolia shouldn't just take on one thing. Why wouldn't we work together to help uh, get more uh, the traffic running smoother and stuff like that? We should all, uh, not one group should take a part of just. They're part of the deal. I think we should work together to make this community get to moving along better. How does your background in business, how is that an asset coming into a position like this? Right. So just uh, being a business owner, uh, I feel like I've tackled my budget and uh, I feel like that's uh, what we're going to do in the city city of Conroe, city council. I mean, we're going to work to see uh, what these budgetary issues are and stuff like that. And I feel like being a small business owner, I know at least what uh, I know how to tackle those numbers. And I mean, we try to get it at a zero base balance for, for sure. So uh, yeah, I feel like that. And uh, for the business. If you were to get elected, you said that you'd be the the youngest member of, of the city council. Um, does, are you going to try to walk in there and just immediately start, you know, turning over the apple cart or are you the kind of guy that says, okay, let me get my a handle on this first and see what the issues are and then approach it? Absolutely. I feel like, uh, just, uh, I would learn, I would just start, uh, trying to get as much knowledge as the stuff as I can and use those guys as mentors that have been in their longest tenure and stuff like that. Uh, Ray McDonald and stuff like that. I feel like, like, uh, I don't feel the first term, if you were to get in there, first four years, I feel like that's more of a learning curve to get stuff done. And then the second term is when you really would be able to accomplish some major goals that you have set. So, yeah, not going to throw anything over, turn anything over the table there. It's just uh, I'm here to listen and learn and uh, make the right decisions for the citizens every time. That's, that's, what, that's the most important thing to me. I'm not owned or in, bought by any group. So sure. every time I vote, it's going to be for the citizens of Conroe. And I think it's, I think just, I mean, I don't know how old you are. Uh, I don't know if you want to say that on camera, but, uh, you know, 36. Okay. So 36 years old, you know, you're a couple young, you're like three years younger than me. And I get the same thing, uh, in looking at, you know, getting involved in politics, talking to people. Uh, it's not that you necessarily want to go in and like, you know, change everything, but like, I think that our generation does bring a different perspective, uh, to the table. Um, and I think that's an important voice, um, to be heard. Uh, did you want to talk about that at all? Yeah. So like uh, you were saying, um, us bringing, uh, some new ideas and some, uh, new, you know, inventive, I invented stuff to, uh, the table, man. Uh, uh, I feel, uh, 
there's more new people in Conroe than there's the old people of Conroe. So I'm trying to be the person that's going to bridge that gap between old Conroe and new and make a better Conroe, not just one group, but for everyone. I mean, we're, I think the number was close to 40% Hispanic out there. So they have no, like, person that's representing them out there. So mm-hmm. I would, I mean, I would love to get in there and be that guy for them. But I mean, I'm going to work for everyone, not just a particular group. And, uh, yeah. and uh, people get excited when I'm talking to them older People in Conroe about, oh, we need someone young. I'm excited about someone younger being in there because they're tired of the same old politics as usual. Good old boy network. And uh, I'm going to try to break that up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I think it's just the ability to have new ideas is a breath of fresh air. And I I, I know exactly the demographic that you're talking about up there in Conroe, uh, having worked closely with the Hispanic conservatives in Montgomery County. uh, And I think that's actually where we met. Yes, sir. Um, you know, that's that's such an important aspect of, of this and bringing that community in and giving them a voice and reaching out to them and, you know, bringing in those traditional Hispanic conservative values to the table. I think that that's super important and it literally is the future of Montgomery County politics. Absolutely. So I think that's awesome that you're that you're stepping out to do this. Absolutely. I was endorsed by the Hispanic Republicans of Texas. Uh, back when I was like uh, 18, when I lived in Kingwood, I was like the uh, handpicked. I don't know. I don't know how I got the job just because I voted probably all the time and I was interested in the politics. But they picked me to to make a, you know, they filled out a survey and I had to do all this stuff about where do I see the party going in the future? And I would always push the Hispanic uh, mm-hmm. culture and the Hispanics are very key for the not only the local level but the national level as well and yeah. we're a very important part of the Republican Party in the future so that's the group they need to get on but I mean I feel like you were saying Hispanic values are all conservative as well so I mean why would they not want to be voting Republican right? that's right so. awesome um, I want to thank you for coming on the show um, Early voting starts on um, April 25th, April 25th. And then the election itself is on May 7th. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So why don't you make your pitch? Why should people vote for Brandon Polk for position three? All right. So being a small business owner, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to champion small business. Also, I'm going to protect the first responders. I'm also going to make some, uh, common sense approach to politics being not a politician i'm gonna get in there and give you some new ideas creative ideas to go around making those these uh big decisions that affect your lives and also i'd like to uh, eliminate wasteful spending i'd like to get in there and tackle that budget and uh let's make some common sense approach to politics i'm gonna bring that every day as your city councilman and uh being a young guy like myself i'm uh ready to uh shape the next generation for your, your kids and your grandkids for conroe Awesome. Well, Brandon, thanks so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we wish you all the best of luck uh, in your election and, um, you know, with your business as well. Thanks again. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. I'd like to thank you, my audience, once again, for tuning in to another episode of Impolite Company. We'd like to thank the Dockline for hosting us with this great facility and the awesome team. Um, we will see you again on uh, the next episode of Impolite Company. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Impolite Company, presented by The Doc Line. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate our podcast and leave a five-star review for us.